This is Energized. I'm Jason Mann with Jim Check. The future is now. These are your EV, solar, and AI headlines and stories of the week. Um, And let's start things off with an electric car shock. Ontario man told that his new battery would cost more than $50,000. So this was a story done by Global News. Um, the, the, the fella uh, bought himself a 2017 uh, Hyundai Um It was a used one. And he bought it and had 69,000 kilometers on it when he bought it. Um, the, the warranty was to 160K. He put on about 172,000K and then the battery died. So he took it in. And they gave him a quote for $50,000. So he said, uh, I can buy a car for that. <laughs> so yeah. so he scrapped it. But then after that, uh, a Global reached out to uh, Hyundai Canada. And then Hyundai Canada said, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, we got to fix that. Like, you know, like, so they're saying that they, they wish that it would have been escalated earlier. But they're going to reach out to the customer yeah. apparently and see what they can do. So I guess if you buy that car used, you wouldn't be aware of what the replacement battery cost would be, or you wouldn't necessarily yeah. be informed in that unless you went out and sought but that information. I, yeah, I just think like so. I called Tesla yeah. to see what the replacement cost on my battery would be because I know I know they're expensive, um, and they can range. And it depends on. The, I talked to the guy for quite a while, and they can range um, in pricing. So according to Elon Musk, it's stated on Twitter that. Teslas typically last 480 to 800,000 kilometers of batteries. There is an eight-year warranty, uh, 160,000 kilometer warranty as well, and they will replace that battery if it fails in that time or even goes below 80% of its full charge. Mm. Um, the cost to replace batteries in Teslas, though, varies between five and $20,000. Okay. My Model 3 happens to have a high-voltage lithium battery. And he said it would be $15,000 for the battery at this time and um, $1,000 to install it, so sixteen k. But I'm assuming that batteries will get cheaper when this warranty runs out or I'm right. one you don't even have the car. I think as, as things go along, we've seen, we've, we've shown on this, uh, the first program, how battery costs have con- continually coming down, right? So hopefully the replacement costs. So the good news in all that, I would say that it was $1,000 to replace the battery for like the labor. So it's just the, just the battery itself. And they were saying at uh, Tesla, too, that sometimes they don't just replace the whole battery. They replace pieces of the battery, right? right so it doesn't right. necessarily mean. So I, I think maybe that Hyundai dealer maybe didn't have all the right information. It's new to them, too. Like, you know, maybe some of the, and they just looked and I don't know. Well, when we, bought, when we bought our Hyundai, we were informed when we bought it that a new battery, if we needed one, would be 35000 So. Oh, well. So I don't know. I don't know that it is too far off. I mean, mm. with taxes and right. everything else that kind of happens. Well, Teslas are cheaper. So, um, but you do get, I mean, did you get an eight-year warranty too? On I can't remember the actual term. We typically, um, it, I can't remember if it's the 160 or if we bought a, a longer warranty on it or not, or if even if it was available, to be honest. But I can look into it. Uh, the Cybertruck. Showing up in tons of showrooms out there. Did you say we have one in Kelowna? Or <laughs> that's my wife leaving on a road trip. <laughs> uh, we don't have one in Kelowna. We don't. They're they're having they're uh, going to open a dealership here, but I don't think there's any Cybertrucks in Canada yet. But there is mm. a bunch in some showrooms. So you have that video, Marcy, that you can show us. 
She's going to show us. Uh, so this is in okay. one, one of the showrooms in the States. They're, they're starting to get them everywhere. The lines look just so clean, eh? So the uh, delivery event for this will be November 30th. So some lucky people will be getting their hands on, on these cyber trucks. They have to sign an agreement not to sell the truck for a year unless it's back to Tesla or they face a $50,000 fine for, for selling the, the pickup truck. It looks pretty, it looks pretty, I mean, I, uh, you could buy a Hyundai battery for that. <laughs> Gary, Gary Black, one of the investors in uh, Tesla said he took his, his girlfriend or his wife there to see it. And she was like, when she's seen pictures, she's like, that's ugly. I would never get in a truck like that. When they got there, she's like, when are we getting ours? Oh, really? Really? So, <laughs> so yeah, see it to believe it in person. Huh? Yeah. They said it was just amazing in person. So, um, yeah. Do we have Kent's video? Are we looking at Kent's video from yesterday? I don't think so. Eh? Kent did a video yesterday. He went down to uh, Kelowna Ford Lincoln, and he took a look inside a F-150 Lightning and a Mustang. Ford Mach-E. Mach-E. So if you go on KelownaNow.com, you'll find that story. And, uh, you know, it talks about some of the demographics that are buying, you know, the Mustangs and the F-150 Lightnings. So pickup trucks right now in EV. Uh, Rivian, I see a few in town. Yep. You've seen a few. There we go. We're back. <laughs> Little technical difficulty there. Um, F one fifty Lightning. Uh, they have F one fifties in stock. Yeah. At the dealer. Did you get it? Have you ever driven an F one fifty Lightning? I've been in a couple of them. I have not driven in one yet. Yeah. I've been in a couple of them. They look. They look like a like a fancier Ford pickup inside. Lots of buttons, which is different from a Tesla. Where Tesla is like mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. no buttons, mm-hmm. right? It's just like very clean inside a Tesla. Um, in the Mustang and in the and the F one fifty Lightning, it's more tactile. What you expect, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, what you expect in a in a gas car, or what uh, maybe, and that maybe to some users, mm-hmm. they like that. Like Kent was saying, he kind of likes mm-hmm. the more buttons because mm-hmm. that's what he's used to. You know, he's not very. Techy. I kind of like it in the Hyundai, to be honest. Like, you like are, all the buttons. I, well, they streamlined out a lot of the buttons, so it's not button heavy. There's certainly some vehicles I've seen over time. Um, Acuras, you know, just come to mind with a lot of buttons. It's quite overwhelming but uh it's streamlined it's got a nice size display i figure um and it's nice but that said the, there is something to be said for that crisp clean feel yeah, inside okay, so i had that uh, a c7 corvette that was like a cockpit right you sit in mm. there and there's buttons it wraps right around you think you're, like you're in a fighter jet right there's so many buttons you don't even know all the buttons do, right? <laughs> like, and i thought i would have a tough time um, with no buttons and I really like it. It's super clean. Like even in the Teslas, there's no, there's no vents. Like you don't even see the vents, right? Where, yeah. you know, those that yeah. vents take up so much room in most cars, right? Yeah. Um, it's very, very clean. So yeah, very futuristic and very minimalistic, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So we have some pictures to show you too. Some other stuff that's out there. That's kind of interesting. This was at one of the auto shows. Their motorcycles are now coming in EV tech, check that out. You like motorcycles? You ride? I do. Yeah. This uh, it's it's interesting to me. So first off, if I were to ride on the road, I think I would lean towards Harley just because the sound and just You're a little one bit of those more. Guys? Well, no, not so much that. I just I you know what I wow. I made a very significant. I, I I used to have uh, you know like a GSXR seven fifty on the street, but um, want to drive a tractor on the road to Harley. Uh, I just, I just like, you know what, to be seen and heard coming oh, on a bike the on the street. Thing, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's just the best one for that. So I, I stick to dirt, uh, cause I don't love the idea. That thing probably has torque like you wouldn't believe. 
It would, it would. But here's the thing. If you're out in the dirt, you also want to have a little bit of noise for the bears, I think, don't you? I have no idea. Do the bears want to hear you? Or <laughs> Keep the bears alert if you're a rival. Sure the bears are the cat. <laughs> Anyways, that's a beautiful bike, though. And I imagine, like, can you imagine with the power, like, it would just be right instant. Yeah, it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the main reasons that people buy an EV, um, Marcy, if you, yeah, so the biggest reason I think right now is people seeing what the carbon tax and all that stuff is saving money on fuel. Makes 100%, sense, right? 100%. I, I think that's, uh, Marcy found this account trending now. It's a pretty good one on, on X. And, you know, since I, don't, I haven't really been to a gas station, although I borrowed somebody's truck once and then I filled it up because mm. I was being nice. Um, it was all foreign and the gas station had to figure out how to use a pump. <laughs> <laughs> um, better design, I would have to say that they're definitely a lot sleeker inside. I'm like, surprised better design is not actually like higher. Uh, higher. I mean, saving money on fuel is well, definitely I, I think more, maybe but. some people think... They want the buttons, and some of them don't have the buttons. They have big screens, most of them. Like, but doesn't the better big... design include like just how the power is so much more instant? And oh, uh, yeah. maybe I was thinking more of the UI, but yeah. yeah. Um, climate change. Some people are buying them because they feel that they they need to uh, do something about climate change, mm-hmm. and then some people are buying because of the rebates, which makes sense. There's a uh, the rebates in Canada and in British Columbia. There's a five thousand dollar federal rebate for all EVs. Everybody gets that. Doesn't matter what your income level is. And the province of British Columbia, there's an additional $4,000 that's stepped down based on your income. So I think once you hit $88,000, you you don't get anything. Right? And then so. there, are there still rebates on the chargers, home chargers? Yeah. Uh, I think they pay half of a charger, like up to three fifty. Mm-hmm. So for putting a charger in your house, I don't think you can get one done for three fifty. dollars No. no. Um, and then uh, there's those people that uh, have FOMO, fear of missing <laughs> out. I guess they see their neighbor has one. That's a lot of what happens though when people, somebody else has one and they go walk over there and they're like, how does this work? And and, because there's so much, that's what we're trying to do here with this is clear up some of the misconceptions, right? That people like range anxiety. Like I've sat through a lot of different, you know, sitting at the table, listening to people and they think that they're only good for the city. I drive mine to Calgary and Vancouver all the time. Um, They believe that it takes eight hours to charge. And, you know, when a supercharger is 10, 20, 30 minutes, depending on, you know, your car and that kind of stuff. And then there's also government regulation that's forcing the expansion of um, EVs. Like they're saying, they're forcing the automakers to do it. And I don't know what the 3% of the other are thinking. Maybe because it was a good deal. Who knows, right? Um, Didn't want to say. Who knows? Um, But I would say, like, the top reason for most people, it's going to be, the one that I would add on there, not just saving money on fuel, but saving money on maintenance. Oh, maintenance great. is crazy. No oil changes, no radiator flushes. You know, when you go to the typical, I think Marcy was telling us, so you go to the um, get your oil done, which is 120 bucks usually, and then they tell oh, you need a rad flush, a transmission change, and a rear end thing change. Because guess what? The Tesla doesn't have that, or EVs don't. There's no rear end, there's no mufflers, there's no. There's no oil changes. There's no spark plugs, windshield washers, or windshield wipers, washer fluid, tires, tires, and they do go through tires. They go through brakes. Some people are getting a million miles on them because the Teslas are one pedal driving. I don't know if it's. Do you have one pedal driving in yours? Like, do you use your brake? I do. You use the brake, but I use the. It's actually got paddles for. um, So you actually use brakes though. I sort of, yes, on occasion I do. I, there's regenerative braking and there's three levels of regenerative braking. And so you can usually drive around without applying the I brakes. I never use the brake. 
I don't say never. If so, like a dog Wait, ran out, it, I might stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you're you're timing your stops based on distance, and it slows down quickly. Enough it's, it's, if you put it on um, aggressive regenerative, yeah, breathing, yeah, yeah, it yeah. basically like you can make people sick. Mm. Like, yeah, okay, it's not <laughs> that aggressive in the Hyundai. So at times, yeah, no, it's it's them. it's like you're putting on the brakes for sure. It's mm. yeah, Marcy's nodding her head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then you get used to it, so you don't make people motion sick. You just kind of like let off the gas yeah. a little bit easier. Yeah. But if you're never using those brakes, and and mine has really big brakes on it, so when you do need to use them, they're there, right? So I do know from, like, we went to the, I don't, uh, a tire shop there, they were saying that uh, they do definitely, uh, the heavier car and the torque, they do kind of go mm, through the tires a little faster, right? So that's one of the downsides of it. They do have a, a, a silent tire, though, way. Eh? They actually, the Tesla tires have foam inside the tire. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know that or not. They actually put a... Uh, a bunch of foam in there. So, Elon's very interested in tires. Like yeah, I know. His, uh, yeah. Did you see when you looked at the Cybertruck? They have a weird tire. It must have been made by Goodyear just for them because mm-hmm. it has a, a that pattern. They got that funky looking wheel on there. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty interesting though. So, Marcy also found some uh, cool uh, photos of uh, uh, police cars. This yeah. these ones are out of California. This is the this is the Model Y. But in Richmond, we also have uh, a uh, the RCMP are using uh, Model okay. I all decked out. So one of the cool things it was <laughs> on, um, I think it was Oracle that was doing a presentation because they do a lot of security stuff, and they're saying one of the benefits for Teslas is that they already come equipped with eight cameras. So those cameras are always recording. Right. So then the police department doesn't have to install a bunch of cameras on the car because that car is already running cameras and it has a, a system built into it that is recording all the time. So that allows them to keep that footage. Um, I wonder what they do to increase the performance of the vehicle if they do anything at all. Because they would do that with the Crown Vicky, right? Like they would. Uh, I don't think you need to increase no, the performance I, there. Yeah. Um, and it looks like they outfitted it. Uh, they fit their gear in there pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um so that would be a couple of things then that they would be actually saving money on then potentially. Yeah, I've seen quite a few police departments. And we, I did a thing with Doug Gilchrist yesterday too, the city manager, and they said they're starting to add, you know, EVs into their fleet so as, as they retire their mm-hmm. their older gas models. There's some things they can't do, but um, they're trying to do what they can as far as that goes. But those are pretty cool photos though of, uh, you know, you're not going to outrun that thing. No, and the, it's the the Teslas are pretty badass looking. I mean, they yeah, they, uh, they make a good police car. I think it just makes it for that. They're the comfort in them is is pretty good too on long road trips. People say the seats in them are are really good. So like for a police officer sitting sitting in the car for most of the day, I think that adds adds to his his experience too and his work experience. So, um, you know, I just think that's that's it's interesting to see as as. As we move forward, and then you you had an, uh, something you wanted to bring up. You, you're talking about hydrogen, and you're saying Toyota and uh, Honda are, are still betting on hydrogen quite a bit. Yeah. Um, it seems like they've been out front of it a lot in the news lately. Um, just talking, I think, more along the lines from what I could pick up. They're sort of some people in some camps are thinking that it might be long-term a better play than... EV for yes. short term they're saying no, but for long term and so they're trying to find uh, space. I think so. They're saying like that. The, the evidence, however, paints a different picture though, both in terms of prospects for hydrogen versus electrified transport. 
There's only 72,000 hydrogen fuel cell vehicles on the planet at the end of 2022 versus 26 million EVs. So it's kind of like that Betamax. Remember Betamax <laughs> and the uh, VHS? You remember that, right? Yeah, yeah. I bought a Betamax because the guy at the store said, Betamax is the future. <laughs> so I bought the Betamax. And uh, you go into the video whoa, store whoa. at that time, it'd be like five Betamax videos and like, you know, hundreds of VHS. Yeah. <laughs> and it got worse as it went along, right? Because yeah. you're just like, did that come out in Betamax? <laughs> They're saying, you should probably sell that, right? And the picture quality wasn't that much different. That was, And Sony hung on to that technology and didn't share it, whereas VHS was open technology. Right. Yeah, and we kind of went through that again with like... Um, Blu-ray, didn't we? Blu-ray, yeah. yeah. That didn't last long, though, because no. Blu-ray, all of a sudden, streaming showed up, right? And Blu-ray yeah. didn't, did not not have a shelf life. Uh, that was like a bad head of lettuce, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we do have a chart here with the hydrogen vehicles just to kind of show you, illustrate that, um, the adoption there of the, um, yeah, so. Well, I'll tell you what, it looks like some of the engines and the designs that they're working on look I, I did buy cool. Ballard stock, which is hydrogen fuel cells. Yeah. It was a... Canadian darling stock at one time too and I think I bought it in the in the low two dollars and then I sold it early around six something or whatever and then promptly went to like twenty four dollars right but yeah. I think it's promptly back down below six or four yeah. I think it it works well in large scale super tankers like really large vehicles buses maybe and maybe short short distance but I think what's where they're having trouble in repeat orders right because you know somebody would buy some hydrogen buses but then where you're going to really see the pickups if they buy the second you know what mm-hmm. i mean like that's mm-hmm. that's where you're seeing if people buy like even like if you take a tesla is the car good enough so somebody buys a second tesla when they're out of the first you know what i mean like mm-hmm. so that's that's the that's the rub i think right so we're starting to see that in some of the electric buses where people aren't buying them again because they're just not ready some of them right so um so i think Tesla's been around now since what? They've been 2012 or maybe even a little earlier. They yeah. made the Roadster first because the Roadster first, the Model S, the X, the Jeez, 3, and the Y, right? So, so then we have another chart here that just shows you because there's another myth out there that says EV sales are plateauing. That, you know, I think it's more some of the manufacturers are saying that because they're having a tough time ramping up. Um, we had a chart there. Uh, the top 10 EV markets are kind of like booming and showing you the adoption rate in that. Um, that's the the big thing is like places like, you know, like Norway has an 82% adoption rate already in the new share of new cars, right? It's yeah. not fleet on the road. It's the new cars, right? Whereas Canada is pretty low. Like Canada is at 6%. Although British Columbia and Quebec are at in the 20 plus range, right? Like 21, something like that, Quebec. And, and in Ontario is, is, is getting quite a few EVs. But So in fact, then Quebec and BC are leading, leading China. China. Uh, no, China's like at, at um, China overall is a lot higher than what you see on this chart here. Uh, um, but like China put 1.2 million new EVs on the road in quarter three, quarter two, I think it is, quarter two. So... Um, China is, is, is really good. They got about a hundred EV manufacturers in China and Tesla's in China too. And one of the, the biggest factors for Tesla is Shanghai mm-hmm. and they do about a million vehicles out of there wow. alone. And that's where the new model three, uh, hybrid or Highland is being made. So, but you can see California obviously leading the way California would, right? Mm-hmm. 
Um, Look at that. They have over a third of the United States total. Is that right? Am I seeing that right? California? Yeah, just yeah. that one. California is uh, definitely, you know, it's very similar to British Columbia. Kind yeah. of like them, you know, like people lifestyle kind of thing and more mm -hmm. uh, worried about the environment, I'd say. Mm -hmm. But California is like the 10th largest economy in the world. If it, just, it was its own country. Mm -hmm. California is big in so many different ways, right? Germany is really pushing um, EVs as well. Um, but look at that year over year change. Like if you look at California, year over year change, 70%. Germany, 51%. France, 50 United States, 48 Year over year change. They're seeing the, the growth in, in that Sweden, 47%. UK, 40 Again, Canada, you know, I... I I, th I think in Canada, it's really been politicized too much, mm. whereas EVs are, are seen as this right-left climate change thing. I think our, the liberal government has pushed, jammed climate change down people's throats where they're pushing back, and they, and they see the EV as that mm. uh, flag for it. But um, The line in the sand. Yeah, and I, th I think that's the wrong way to look at it. The EVs are just better vehicles, right? It's just better technology. It's like, I think you and I were talking earlier, it's like Windows versus Apple. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you get, I mean, I'm not a Windows fan. I used to be. I used Windows for probably the first ten years, and then I finally got a taste of Apple, and I'm just like, it's. It'd be really hard to go back. I don't, I don't think, think I'd think use I've, a computer. I don't, I don't think, think I'd use a computer. If it says you have to use a Windows computer, <laughs> I'd say, you know what? Uh, I'm out. I'm tapping out. <laughs> I, I don't think it's. I think I've been. It's been since Windows 2000 that I've been on a Windows product. Like, is there Windows phones? Because they did well, come out with Android. Some. Android. No, 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 no. That's, not. that's Google. But there was a Windows phone at oh, okay. one point. At one yeah. point. <laughs> See, that's how. Yeah. They, they were bad. bad. See there, Marcy said they yeah. were bad. We got to get her a mic over there, too. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, Windows phones. Like, it's, it's like when you boot up Windows. Like, we tried to boot up a computer today. Right? Yeah. Twice. We tried to boot two up three of them. Yeah. Two of them had that blue screen of death. That's a, it needs to be repaired. I'm just like, yikes. And then the other one came up after a while. And it's like buying lettuce, right? Like, the, you know, you use your windows for a while. It's like crisp, like a week later. It's just like one of the things doesn't work. This doesn't work. That doesn't work. <laughs> this is a and then you slow. all of a sudden start to see that blue screen of death all the time. And then you're just like, yikes. One of the things I'll say for the uh, Tesla 2 and the software side of it, there's the screen they have is very responsive, very fast. I don't know what your experience is. You drive a Hyundai Kona. How is your your screen? Yeah, I think it's, um, I mean, <laughs> I don't have any complaints about it. That's for sure. I'd have to give yours a spin to kind of see what you're saying. Yeah, we but. keep saying we're going to do it, right? You're just scared to let me drive yours. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I have to clean it up for sure. Otherwise, I won't hear the end of it. I won't hear the end of it. So, you know, like you have to get a shovel in <laughs> I there I have probably. three kids under 10, so. Uh, One of the things that's puzzled me in yours, it, yeah. it still has a drive shaft, like the you know the, the back seat of a car in the front. Yeah, you know what I mean, like why? Well, I think uh, I can't answer that for you exactly. Other than I think it was just getting to market as quickly as oh. possible. So I'm going to just take a little hammer and just pound that down. <laughs> <laughs> It's much nicer with a flat floor. They made Front some changes. Back. The the year before ours um, was actually quite a bit uh, more traditional. They've made some changes and adapted yeah. it for EV um, this year. How long, long have you had it now? One year now. Nice. Would you buy it again? Yeah, I mean, it's not been a bad car. That's good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think Hyundai is is one of the the better manufacturers out there, right? When you're, I mean, I would say to everybody, at least. If you're going to buy an EV, test drive a few of them, right? Yeah. Go test drive the Mach-E. 
go test drive the the Hyundai's. I think they got the Iconics and the Konas and all that. And, and they have a pretty good track record with batteries. I think they have a fairly strong. Yeah, no, like I, I think Hyundai has, has done a really good job. I mean, if you think of a Hyundai Pony when it first came out. Like, yeah, right. Jeez. I've long forgotten about and that. And I've owned a Hyundai, that Velocitor, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. the three-door car. Yeah. My wife did not like that car. <laughs> she said this car does, no, does not know what it wants to be. Well, and how they've gone upstream with Genesis. and, and Yeah, I've that. driven a Genesis. Or up was a pretty slick ride. Oh, yeah. yeah that's a pretty comfortable ride. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I would, I would say drive a few and then drive a Tesla for sure. Because that's going to be your benchmark. Mm-hmm. I would say you drive that Tesla. And they're pretty good. You can take a Tesla home. Like, you know what I mean? They're just like, sure, take it home. Because they're pretty confident that, well, they can also bring it back, I think. They can, just, <laughs> <laughs> they can summon that car just to bring that They know home. what's exactly <laughs> happened here. <laughs> it is another leash, though, because my wife knows where I am all the time. Yeah. My daughter, too. They just look on the app and just like, oh, what's he doing there? <laughs> <laughs> so it does have a leash component in it. Um, oh, yeah. We're kind of getting a little silly there. No, that, that's, that is an interesting aspect of owning an electric. You know, that's a little bit different for sure, right? There, There is so many cool benefits in it. Like, like I said, I think we talked about in the news we do in the, every morning now. I, in the morning, like I used to start my truck because I'd had an app that I would fire it up and the neighborhood would hear it, right? Because it's a big diesel truck. Because I get up at three in the morning, so... I'm pretty sure the neighbors are just like, oh, my God, he's up again. <laughs> and you would do that with an aftermarket uh, remote car starter? No, I, I, I think GM up? had an app yeah, or okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah, okay. it came, I think most GMs now come with car remote start. Mm. Even the Corvette had remote start, which you wouldn't drive it in the, mm. in the winter. But um, So I'd fire it up, and well, it would take a while. Like I'd, If you left it for 10 minutes, which is against the bylaw in Kelowna, yeah. if you left it for 10 minutes, it still wouldn't be hot like in, in the winter. But... You know, the Tesla, I put I put it on um, defrost. And I'd say I'm out in there in two minutes. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I got blasted with hot air when I opened the door. It was just like, <laughs> like stepping into Mexico or something like that. Just yeah. you open the door and just this wave of heat hits you, right? So the car is warm. Seats are warm. Steering wheel is warm. I couldn't turn those on in the truck. I could not turn the steering wheel or the, heat so- the seats on. Mm-hmm. Only thing I could get was the heat going, right? Mm-hmm. And so that it's kind of really cool. Yeah. And you can schedule it too, so you don't even have to turn it off. Like, yeah, I can say it whatever whatever time that I wanted to uh, be warm. And the other thing you can do is uh, there's a keep mode. So if you're going to go into Orchard Park Mall and you're going to go shopping for Christmas to buy a gift for the kids yeah. and the wife, you put keep on. Like if you had... Either you need something to stay cool or you need oh, something to stay warm. You yeah. can put keep on. It'll keep the temperature that you have oh, wow. while you're in the store. And it also has dog mode. So if you have the dog in the car, yeah, the dog mode and it displays on the screen, don't break my window. My dog is in a protected climate controlled environment. That that would, if I knew that, I, you know what, that might have changed. Uh, yeah, so I think Elon has bragged and said no dog or child has ever died in a Tesla because it has climate uh, mm-hmm. cabin protection or whatever. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, so there's lots of cool features that are in in these cars, and the cool thing is that there's not a lot of buttons in my mind to see the feet. You know what I mean? Like, because if you get mm-hmm. in, my wife had a fancy BMW, and there's buttons everywhere too, right? Like, mm-hmm. and you're hunting for things, right? Like, I drove this other vehicle the other day, a brand new vehicle, 2023, drove it, and I won't say the name of it, but I, for the life of me, all the way to Calgary, I drove it. I could not figure out how to do cruise control on it because there's three buttons to hit. And I just kept hitting them all in kind of in a sequence, and it finally worked. <laughs> but I didn't know what Which the sequence was right to do again, so I just kind of like just start fiddling with all the buttons, uh, and then it works again. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, that's good, right? Because I think you have to turn it on with one button, 
Then you have to set it with another button, and I'm just like, I don't know. Like, sure. <laughs> like it seems like a lot of buttons. Whereas it's a one touch. It's one touch yeah. on the thing. Right? Same as Hyundai, they've got. You just you just hit that on the Model Three. You hit the thing down on Nikki, so you hit the button on there. And then two buttons, and it's an autopilot, right? Mm-hmm. So you have autopilot on. No, it's like an assisted. Yeah. So you kind of fade over. Helps you in the ditch or what? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's an assisted suicide for sure. I think Nikki's M8 had that. You you turn it on, uh, I think it was called lane assist, right? Yeah. yeah, And it was fine if the lines were there. As soon as the lines disappeared, it's off the road. So I didn't trust it at all. I'm just like, no, I don't think so. Yeah, (laughs) it seems to be a kind of a, a useless feature that way. Yeah, it's I maybe it'll provide a bit of comfort or uh, a backup in a in a moment, but unless you have that actually selected, and the road lines are there, uh, I don't know. Like yeah. I mean, if you're driving to uh, Rock Creek over the back there, I don't think you'd want to be no. trusting it. Right? No, whereas yeah. whereas I've used autopilot everywhere, hmm. so yeah, there's that. Um, we're gonna do a lot more of these. We're also going to do it on solar panels. I think the next yeah. one we should do it on solar panels because there's a really good deal out there for solar panels um, that if you use the grant and the no interest loan, the 10-year no interest loan, you can basically put a solar panel system on your home for free, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for basically free, right? And if you're buying an electric car when you're getting your gas or your fuel or your energy um, from the sun, yeah, and well, we've had a pretty sunny November here. and You don't actually be... need sun, though, too, right? You don't need... No, you just need the ambient daylight, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, But in the wintertime, you would be paying some kind of a bill, yes or no? Yeah. yeah. So you generate probably more in the summer than you need. That'll go into credits. Fortis has to net meter you. Mm-hmm. So that's British Columbia has that, too, going for it. So you can net meter. And so that way, um, it'll generate a little bit more in the summer. And then you can draw out of your bank they're not giving you cash but you'll draw to your bank and do you use them or lose them kind of idea do they roll over every year or i haven't got there yet i don't think so uh i think they they net it out but you can't be an over producer because if you like same produce 120 percent of your energy they're just like oh you're a commercial producer so here's your new rate (laughs) (laughs) which is next to nothing right so Hmm. um the other good thing about energy it's regulated, right? Like, so when the power company goes to get an increase, they have to go before utilities commission and they usually get a two or 3% increase. Whereas you wake up in the morning, there's another war started and the gasoline prices have jumped yeah. 30 cents. And you know what I mean? Or, or anything, you know, OPEC has decided that they're not going to pump more fuel or, or what have you, or this country's not getting along with this country. Yeah. And, you know, of course, Canada doesn't want to pump any of its own oil. Right. I don't and, think Canadians don't want to pump the oil. There's a, there's a lot of um, political interference in our oil and gas industry. Yeah. And well, I mean, as we heard yesterday, imagine the amount of political interference in just our forestry practices, which could stand, I think, based on, you know, some of the conversations. Some of the stuff doesn't make sense. Right. Some of the stuff just doesn't make sense. We could be yeah. using that energy to invest in cleaner technologies that um, will benefit our youth, especially, too. Like if you want to build more homes. Drill, baby, drill, and let's get some oil and use that money to build homes and then give this, give our youth uh, homes. And and we could use that money to uh, further build out uh, infrastructure for electric. Because we could be selling that energy to European nations right now instead of them buying it from Vladimir Putin. Yeah. And we could take those royalties and we could put that into the economy and build homes and give offer grants to our young people. And what? Well, Jim, now you're talking crazy talk here. So am just- I? <laughs> 
Well, there you go. <laughs> trying to make sense. Like, <laughs> you know, like places like in the UAE, they yeah. take all those oil products yeah. and they give I mean, it to the people, I know, right? right? Yeah. And then here, um, I know that some people like have $6,000 a night hotel rooms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I think you have to belong to a political party to enjoy that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> is, that is that something? <laughs> But I think the we're making no friends. Like, we're not making any friends. Well, I don't know. Where, uh, I think we could use our energy and uranium too. Like we have one of the biggest resources. Like we have so much resource. It's almost like you think sometimes that that there's lobby groups that actually put money into different factions here that that try to hold Canada back from developing its resources. Mm. And uh, Russia and Canada are, are very similar in resources yeah. like we're on the opposite sides of the globe yeah. but we're very similar in our resources and we're both very very rich and russia's selling the platinum and the, the gold and the silver and the uranium and the and the lng and the and the oil and all that stuff and we're um stymied in almost everything we do and uh our youth are suffering and there's people that can't get housing it doesn't make any sense it does doesn't it? make any sense does it because i don't know like it it doesn't make any sense those those resources the, the royalties from that should be going towards hundred thousand dollar grants for first-time home buyers like i mean that'd be easy to do if we were using our oil and gas this is an ev show though so yeah we shouldn't yeah. get too far down that rabbit hole but i'm saying like evs but the energy sense. energy energy is all interrelated and it really could be a bridge if we used it properly to get us yeah. to all of our goals energy makes sense like i think like people will like people that are standing in the way of evs are are missing the big picture like evs for for uh like the the average person driving to and from work in that evs make a lot of sense and it will reduce our gasoline load and then then we can use that for like Everything trucks. else we use it for. We well, trucks, and also trains and medicine tractors, right? and yeah, sure. clothing like, and well, plastic is oil, right? right. It's all. Like, it's, I mean, right? it's all. It, but petroleum is used in so many different things, right? But like, are we thinking like once we don't need EV or once we don't need ICE vehicles anymore that we're just going to not need oil? Well, people anymore? think, yeah, that's. I mean, that's a silly thing, right? Because oil and gas is used in so many things other than car transportation. Yeah, but. The consumer will save so much money on maintenance and everything by with an EV. Do you know what I mean? Like, and mm-hmm. and plus we can get all that energy from the sun, right? Mm-hmm. The biggest energy source we have is up there, and and we can tap that with solar panels. And solar panels, again, we showed that I think in the first show. Solar panels have come off so much in um, cost, like the, the cost of that technology too, right? So that's that's a real deal. There is a program out there, and I think that people will do a whole show on it. But people really seriously need to look at that, especially if you're living in, you know, like the Okanagan mm-hmm. or anywhere well, in, in the southern part. Sunny, of, yeah, yeah. It, it's you can get a lot of your energy for you can be your own utility company. That's uh, if you listen to and advise people to go watch Elon Musk's master plan. It's not really about Tesla; it's about the energy where he turns everybody. It says everybody can become their own energy producer. And that's the cool thing. You can store your own energy with power walls and, you know, you can put solar panels on your roof or you can, you can buy solar tiles for your roof. You know what? You know what we need to find out is when the Tesla roof will come to Canada. Yeah. That is yeah, a... That's, that's a, a cool thing too, right? So, so they have a whole... They're selling these uh, big um, power stations. Uh, Australia just put one online, I think, today. Mm. So if you go on Twitter you can, or X, you can find it. They just put a big... Uh, I don't know. 
can't remember the name of it now, Megawatt. Uh, like, that's huge that they just put online down there because they're getting a lot of their energy from the sun. Makes sense. So, and then they're storing that energy. Of course, you know, like that's one of the things with with solar. Lots of times you need to store it for an off yeah. use, right? So, like, you definitely need a storage facility for it too, right? No different than oil and gas. People say, "Oh, you don't have to store oil and gas." Well, of course you do, yeah. right? Because you're putting Super. it in the gas station. The gas station is storing it for you, right? <laughs> they just store it everywhere. Yeah. Um, and the supercharging networks are growing at a very fast rate. Like you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. British Petroleum just put in a hundred million dollar order for Tesla chargers, and then EV out of uh, the Europe just put in a huge order for for uh, these are gas stations, right? Mm-hmm. So that are putting in. So they're starting to put these charging stations into their into their. Um, it's an exciting time. It's almost like it. It really is going to be like the, you know horse and buggy era coming to an end okay. within our lifetime. And I think you could see Tesla one or their, their charging system was so reliable. Like I pull up to a, a charging station, I get out and I just pull the thing off, push the buttons, plug it in. I don't have to pull out a credit card. I don't yeah. have to do anything. Right. right. Like it, it's, it's just, just charges yeah. and you, you have to credit card lots of times. Yeah. And, and then sometimes they don't work. I think that 25% of the, the other ones don't work or they, they don't charge at the right rate or whatever. And people can't get the credit card to work and all that kind of yeah. stuff. And they're really fighting with it. So Tesla's uh, NCS system is has been adopted now by Ford and GM and Hyundai. And I can't even remember all the cars. I think there are about 12 of the manufacturers. Rivian and Lucid even have, have taken it up where they said, Lucid made fun of Tesla earlier on and said, oh, Lucid will have a better system. That was where Elon was quite smart in building out that supercharger system mm-hmm. because that in itself got rid of range anxiety for a lot of people, right? Because yeah. that's, that's, you know, even when we, uh, Kent did that interview with the Ford dealership yesterday, you know, one of their bragging points was, hey, Ford did a deal with Tesla. Mm-hmm. And I believe Ford will do the first deal with Tesla for the software too. Mm-hmm. I believe that people like things like the Bronco. Do you know what I mean? Like they, yeah. they like the look of that vehicle. Yeah. Just think if you had a look, Ford yeah. Bronco, underneath it was all Tesla and the software inside it was Tesla. I think you get a lot they've of buyers. Done, they've, well, and they've done a lot of different deals like that before with Volvo or different I companies. I think Jim so. Farley, the CEO of Ford, is very friendly with Elon. And yeah. Elon has said, hey, my technology is for sale. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm definitely helping you out. A lot of their stuff's open Amazing. source, too, right? Yeah. So um, the software is definitely one of the things that they have. Um, FSD is a big deal, too. I think Tesla's more of a software company or AI company than it is a car company. I don't even know if they want to make cars like in the long mm. run. Do you know what I mean? I think they want to license the technology Ooh. and they want to give it to um, other manufacturers that are good at building cars. Although he's done some amazing stuff too. Like if you're ever into cars, um, gigafactories. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know what a gigafactory well, is. Well, that's the single mold. Yeah, well, model, they're, right? they're, yeah, so they have a process for that. So and everybody laughed at him while I think Toyota just said, hey, we're going to do that too. So I think people are starting to see that. Because if you take something that was 300 parts and it's one part, yeah. obviously it makes sense, right, that it's going to be cheaper to... Um, well, everything to make. assemble, to make. I think Marcy's falling asleep, so we'll probably wrap it up there. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, okay, are these guys done yet? So we're going to try and do one of these every week. Um, trying to dispel some myths. We're going to try and localize it too, not just make it so that it's um, just for the world, but more for our our, our market here in, in the Okanagan and in British Columbia, definitely British Columbia. And we'd like to get out there and drive some cars too. Um, I do drive a Tesla. You drive a Hyundai Kona. But we'd love to drive some of the other ones too, right? So I think even Elon says that this market's only successful to this or this 
Switch is only successful if the other manufacturers yeah. survive, right? Yeah. So, I mean, there's other people out there say they won't survive. Competition can actually be a good thing. Um, I think it's great. I went to the inter-electrified show in Vancouver um, that had, you know, quite a few manufacturers there. Polestar. Mm-hmm. Polestar mm-hmm. is like a Volvo product, right? Yeah. Yeah. Rivian was there. Tesla was not there. It's weird. But anyway. I guess it doesn't need to be. To Volkswagen degree. has some products. They're having a tough time, too, getting mm. theirs out there. So, But I think everybody in town has something now, right? Like, Yeah. Audi has... Does Mazda have something? Yet? Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Audi has some stuff. Yeah, people, people again. Those people that drive Audis love Audis. Yeah. I think Mercedes has stuff, expensive stuff, but they've always had expensive stuff. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it's good though. It's good. It works. Yeah, well. people like you know yeah. you get that elite badge on the front there. Yeah, it's a huge badge. Anyway, we'll wrap that up. And we'll see you next week. If you have questions or comments, you can definitely uh, comment in the in the comments or you can send an email into us here. If um, you have an EV question, this is the place to ask it for sure. We'll go to, we'll go to the wall to get the answer if uh, the EV master doesn't already know. And if you want to test drive an EV, you're welcome to drive mine or Jason's. <laughs> <laughs> just, pr- just bring your driver's license. We'll, we'll let anybody. And a bag of